It's a rainy Monday, and I just recorded 17 minutes of an episode that you will never hear because I don't know what happened to it. And like, this is why podcasting is so annoying. I was in such a groove, and then I look up and I'm like, is it recording? And I realized, I guess I was charging my computer, and I don't know if you can record and charge at the same time, but either way, I'm not going to freak out about this, <laughs> but I had so many good things to say. Okay, I'm just going to get right into it. I'm at home solo. I just put my kid down, so I've got like a little bit of time. You might hear my dog like breathing hard in the background and cars driving by because it's rainy and I'm just like lounging out of my couch. I was like, you know what? I, I have some things I want to say. This is usually how I do the podcast. Um, it's kind of just like in the moment and obviously like it's a bi-weekly podcast for that reason. Cause I just didn't want to feel pressured to, I don't want to feel pressure to perform like, Oh my gosh, I need every week to come out with something really, really great. The beautiful thing about having your own podcast is that you can do whatever you want. And this is like what I felt worked best for me. And my lifestyle is having something that's just like a little free, more free flowing. And, um, you know, I, again, like, I don't feel like I need to sit down with a script and, and like be super strategic about, having this podcast. So I'm here. You guys should see my notepad. It's all over the place. I still can't believe that I recorded that. And like now I'm looking at it and I'm panicking the whole time that I'm talking right now. I'm like, did I, am I recording? Like, I think I am. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Um, this is like the stuff that you just like can't get upset about or else you'll, you will never move forward forward with anything that you actually want to do because this stuff happens all the time. Like being a business owner is truthfully just about like putting out fires, um, and moving on to the next one, like moving on to the next fire. So, okay. My notes are all over the place. I just like had some things that I wanted to talk about and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to record. I'm solo tonight. Like meaning I have the house to myself. Um, And I can share this on a podcast because it's not like live. I would never say that on my Instagram stories because honestly, I'm like afraid that somebody would just like come and murder me in my sleep. But I feel like I can share that here. So I don't know about you guys, but I have a really hard time sleeping when my fiance is out of town. He travels a lot for work. And um, I don't know if I should be saying that either. He doesn't travel a lot for work. I also have alarms and... Um, I have a big, scary dog. So if anybody's listening, don't try to come to my house and kidnap me. Um, (laughs) oh my gosh. I don't know why though. I get really freaked out at night. I can't sleep when he's not here. I, I am not kidding you. I will fall asleep probably tonight, probably at like 2 AM with one eye open and I have to do a photo shoot tomorrow. So let's do it last week, but I was really sick. I thought I had allergies and then like, I don't know what happened. And I was like on my butt for a week. I'm st- you can still hear it in my voice. It's very, very deep. 
Um, but yeah, I just don't sleep when he's not here. And it's not like I think that anything is going to happen to me, but, um, I don't know. It's like part, part fear, part wanting to get a bunch of things done that like I normally wouldn't, wouldn't do if he was here. So, um, anyway, so shoots tomorrow we're shooting. I just really felt like I needed new headshots, like new professional pictures. Um, everything feels very much like a part of my old life. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but I just feel like the pictures that I have aren't me anymore. Um, there's a handful that I, that actually do feel the most me, but I'm pregnant in all of them. So it's like kind of weird to use those. Um, so I just really wanted some new, cool, funky pictures and we're doing it at my house. And I just want it to be like, I don't know, like not what my typical branding is. I want it to feel more like homey and more me, which my pictures, when I take them, they're always me, but, uh, usually everything's like very pink and you know, you know, my brand, but like me as a person, um, that branding's a little bit different. So I kind of want to just like marry the two together. Uh, we're going to shoot the social media guide. So we bought a very small run of like physical copies of the guide. Initially, this was supposed to be a digital download and I love digital downloads. And I'll tell you why, because there's no product like cost on my end involved, except for like the time that it took to put it together, the graphic like designs for the book. But once that's done and paid for, like it's done, there's no, um, there's no like product, there's no inventory. So I've been very into digital products lately and, you know, like with my consulting and this guide and, um, like I have like these Instagram story packs you could buy on my site where I like create them for you. You just shoot me like a little idea or a style that you like. It's the IG story pack on my website. Uh, but those things are just, it's, yes, it's my time, but that, but that's it. It's not like a t-shirt where, you know, I have to make sure that I have the t-shirt in stock and it's got to be the right size and like I have to have all the SKUs. So that's just like where the world is headed. Like everything's digital. And I love that, um, for tons of reasons, but Um, so we're shooting that tomorrow. And of course, um, I was like, you know, I really, really want a hard copy of this book. Like I need a physical, I need to see what I did. I need to flip through the pages. And then when I got it, I was like, ah, shit, (laughs) like it looks so beautiful. I want people to have a hard copy. So, um, then of course we needed a box to put it in and I've never done, um, like a custom box or even a custom, shipping bag, which may shock you guys, but I just truthfully haven't felt a reason to, and those things get pretty pricey. So I've never had one, but I felt like with this, I was so real, like so proud to see it in person and just like really proud of it. It's not, it's not a shirt. It's like something that's very, very useful for you guys. And it's all of my ideas and thoughts about social media, like put into this guide, this it's, you know, it's like a 35 page guide. So it's not small, but it's not overwhelming, but it's truthfully like my heart and soul and how I feel about social is all in this guide, like start to finish. And so I just really wanted a really nice box to put it in. So we got our boxes from pack lane, actually shout out to pack lane. And 
they made it very easy. This is not an ad, but if you guys are, you know, looking for like custom boxes or anything fun like that, you can get them from there. So got the boxes within like a week. They look gorgeous. And I was like, oh my gosh, I now I need to do a photo shoot for these. So we're doing a photo shoot. We're doing some headshots. I'm going to get some pictures of Abby and just like, we're going to um, use my like office slash playroom and I'm like going to design it differently than, you know, what you've seen, like my normal space look like. So it'll be fun. Like that's the cool thing about photo shoots is you can make them whatever you want. You can like redesign your space. You can add like seasonal touches to it. So I might go to like my favorite flower store down the shop, down the street tomorrow. It's called wild flora. I might go there and get some flowers and just like do, I don't know, just do something fun and different. So if you're feeling like you're like meh about work or whatever, um, one, like a couple podcasts ago, I talked about creative ruts. You should go listen to that one Two, go do something different. Like do a fun photo shoot. They're not super expensive. You can budget, budget it out, find someone that would want to trade with you, like offer to do their lashes or give them a facial, like do a photo shoot. I'm telling you guys, like it, it's a game changer for businesses. It always makes me feel so inspired and like excited about what I'm doing when I see beautiful photos come back of like my work and what I've created. So, um, I also love helping you guys come up with ideas for photo shoots. So if you ever need help with this, like you could book a coaching consulting call with me on my website and just choose, I don't know, like the business one, they're broken down into categories, but I'm really excited about that. I feel like once I had my daughter, like I've been in this weird limbo of like my body's not the same, like my clothes don't look the same. I'm not the same, but I am the same. And so it's like, I don't know. I feel like I'm in this weird limbo and I'm just finally figuring myself out and like figuring out which way to go. Um, I'm sure moms that are listening can relate, but even if you're not a mom, like this happens, whether you have kids or not, like being a business owner too is constantly feeling like you're in limbo about things and like not in a bad way. It's just like, it's lots of decision-making and a lot of like execution, but a lot of like second guessing yourself at times. Like, I think that that's totally normal. I feel that way all the time. I'm like, is this right? Should I be doing this? Um, now I feel like I'm getting back in my groove and I'm in a place where I'm like, you know what? I just want to do what I really want to do. And my, and Spencer really pushed me to that place. He's like, do the things that you really enjoy. I know that's easier said than done because we all have to make money. Right. But it's like, stop wasting your time on things that don't matter or that are like taking too much energy or that are stressing you out. Like really sit down and think about what you want to focus on. And we had had a lot of heart to hearts. Like I talked with my mom, I talked with my best friend over the past like eight months since having Jude, um, about like what I want my business to look like moving forward. And I really, really, really want it to be more about creating these guides for you guys and just like more educational stuff. And I want to do more collections that I really, really am into. I've been in really into the last collections that I've done. Um, and I just want to create things that are meaningful, um, resourceful and I really just want to help more of you with your businesses. Like I've been on a kick. I've 
started doing websites for some of you. I did a whole, a whole branding package for like a handful of like newer estheticians where they just felt like they needed a little bit of everything. I'll give you an example, like a new menu, a pricing for their services, a color scheme, a full web design. I do all of that now. And it's kind of crazy because I'm like, wait, how did this happen? But it also makes sense. Like I've always been very, very into this and it's something that I would just do on my off time just for fun. So it really truly makes so much sense, but it's also just like, huh, how did she get there? Which is one of the things I want to talk about that's on my list, like all the growth opportunities that are within our industry. So I'm going to give you an example and I don't want to sit here and just talk about myself. Like this pertains to you, the listener. So you go to esthetician school, you, or you go take a lash course and you're like, okay, this is it. I'm going to go to school. I'm an esthetician. I'm going to do facials. That's what I'm going to do for a living. No, that's not it. Like that is not the end unless you want it to be. And and that's incredible if that's, that is your path, but there's so many other opportunities within our industry. Like, you know, for example, social media consulting, let's say you have a passion for Instagram and TikTok, and you are a creative and you enjoy creating reels. You need to know that there is a whole industry of women that don't know how to tap into this side of their brain, nor do they want to. And so this could be a direction that you could go into. Uh, for example, for me, you know, I offer the consulting and working with women one-on-one. That's something that I grew into. Uh, this was not something that I had set out for myself years ago when I went to esthetician school. I didn't even know that that was a possibility. It wasn't even on my radar. And now it makes total sense that that's what I'm doing. But I mean, it took me, it's taken me like since 2012, I graduated esthetician school and it's now 2022. So it's taken me all that time to get to where I'm at right now. Um, you know, there's a lot of you, I'll give you an example uh, her name is Anne Marine. If you don't know who Anne Marie is, she is a, she was like a lash trainer and she worked for a different, a different, a few different companies. She also went like solo and had her own place. Uh, we followed each other for a long time on, on social media. She's like the sweetest girl ever. But, um, I just read one of her posts recently and she said that she had like graduated school and I might be butchering it. And then she, worked for like a corporate company, wasn't really into it, decided to save up and rent her own space and then got in a car accident and couldn't, you know, provide the trainings like the way that she could before her accident. And now fast forward, she works for untamed artistry and I love untamed artistry. They're a lash brand. They sell lash products, tools, supplies, all the things, but I just love their marketing and I love what they're all about. Um, Shout out to Untamed Artistry, <laughs> but Anne Maria, I just thought that was so cool that she was so open about that because like her path has looked different than you know mine or yours, but she's like in a place where it seems like she's happy doing what she enjoys, and like I don't think she probably ever thought she was gonna work for Untamed Artistry. So anyway, I wrote that down as like a little note because I wanted to remember to talk about that, but you know, same goes for me, like. I got in a car accident in 2018, so like the same year, and kept lashing and just like hurt, really hurt my body. I think it was a combination of both, but it landed me 
in the hospital getting a disc replacement on my neck. And I was like, whoa, wait a second. What am I going to do? I'm supposed to be lashing. I'm supposed to be, you know, taking clients. Like what's that going to look like? And so I had to fall back on the products I was selling that I had been working on for years, but I had to completely like put my trust into that side of my business and give up the clients, which is terrifying. I'm sure a lot of you can relate and or maybe in my my same situation where you're like, you're, you're forced to switch gears. Um, and so, but with that came more opportunities. So it came like me having more time to actually mentor and talk to more of you in depth. And then that led to the coaching, which led to more of the consulting. So a lot of you guys, I've worked with some of you where we just email back and forth and you're like, I need you to uh, write me five blogs. I need you to come up with newsletters for me. I need my website tweaked. And I just like type, type, type away on my end and I fire it back and we're done. So there's a lot of options, like side note, there's a lot of options with working with me. Um, it's not a like one size fits all. So you could always email me if you're like, wait, what I need help with this, but I'm not sure, you know, which direction to go. I can definitely help you. Um, so Anyway, I think it's just like, just be open to growth opportunities within our industry because you never know which direction you'll go, where you'll land, uh, build your resume. Every job is a chance to build your resume. It's a chance for like life experience. It's just, it's just another chance to put something on your resume truthfully. So be open to it. Like every job I've ever had, I've used those skills um, for a lot of things, for podcasting, for consulting, for my online store. And I just didn't even realize it, you know? Um, another reason is like, um, or another thing is just like being open and networking all the time. So I'm really upset, but my last 17 minute podcast episode, like that I recorded before this, that I can't, is no longer, I talked about social media and how hard it has been and it's been for a lot of people and it's been, it's been for me too. And I do it real pretty full time. Um, and it's can feel discouraging. It can feel daunting. Um, you know, it's a lot harder to create content. It's a lot harder to get seen. And I said this before, I'm going to say it again. I really, really, I'm not personally motivated by seeing Instagram reels and content that says like, you know, it's not the algorithm. It's you. You're not creative enough. Like what you're posting isn't interesting. I think that that's like so discouraging and that's just not my way of educating and like motivating people. Um, I feel like it's really hard and it doesn't come naturally for everyone. It comes naturally for me and I still struggle with it. So I'm with you. I feel you. I get, you know, your frustrations with social media. What I'm going to say on the flip side is that Never ever has there been an opportunity to be able to network with so many people at one time in such a short amount of time as there has been with Instagram. So um, like way back in the day when I first started my online shop, that is where I launched it was I had a website and I had Instagram, but I didn't know any of these people that bought my shirts. They were from all over the world. They were from different States, different countries, and it was all because of social media. So while I have my qualms about social media, while I have my 
frustrations with it at times and and you may too there's so much opportunity there there's so much like growth that it can be made there and there's so many people that you can meet through social media and so I think it's a really amazing platform and I find so so much creative inspiration through it I meet so many of you through it I will share something with you uh, I need to take a sip of this Waterloo that's great flavor. It's disgusting, uh, but my mouth is dry. Uh, when I made the social media guide, I really wanted to sell some of my hard copies, but I wanted to do it in a fun and different way, not just like, hey, they're live. So I just started sharing about it and was like, drop your Instagram handle, drop your email if you want a hard copy, like leave a note. And people would leave a note and like, you know, this is this is a part of my marketing. This is what I do is I get in my DMS. I talk to people. I comment on my followers, Instagrams. Like I'm messaging people. I'm having heart to hearts, heart to hearts with them. Like I'm doing all the things because I thoroughly enjoy it, but this is my way of marketing. I don't have a big team. No one else is doing this, but me. Okay. So I made a running list and I had shared a reel like a couple weeks ago saying it was launching soon and a bunch of you commented and I went in and I DM'd every single one of you and I said, if you want a hard copy, email me. And I sold so many of these hard copies this past week from just showing up and getting in my messages and talking to people and sending out newsletters. I put in the work. I was like, you know what? If I want to make this happen, I need to do the dirty work. I can't just like pop up a photo and expect people to buy this from me. I need to show up for them. I need to show them I care. I need to tell them what it's about and I need to do the work. And so I did the work this past week while I was sick in bed. I was like, you know what? This is the time where I can talk to people because when I'm not sick, I'm working all the time and I don't have time to like get in my messages and have conversations and do all the things. So last week I was in bed and I was like, I'm going to sell some hard copies. And so I sold some hard copies and I'm sharing that because like, I just, if you want something, you just got to get it and you just got to keep going. And it's been years and years and years of me doing this. I didn't just whip up a social media guide out of thin air. Like I didn't, it's been in the works for a long time. And I really made sure that it was something that like you guys would want and that you would want to read about and learn about. And so, um, but anyway, back to Instagram, like I owe a lot to Instagram and I don't want to put all my eggs in one social media basket. And, and so I think it's important to like spread yourself out and like, obviously, you know, connect your accounts to different social platforms like Facebook and TikTok if you can and Twitter and, but also like find a platform that works for me, for you and just dive in. Um, but don't forget about a newsletter list. I've had a newsletter list since the very start of my business and there's probably about almost 11,000 uh, subscribers on that, which truthfully isn't that many because I have got like 60, what, 63,000 followers on Instagram. So it's really not, I wear the other 50, I don't know. But, uh, my point is that if something would ever happen with social media, like, okay, then I'm just going to dive in and really communicate with those 10, 11,000 subscribers that I have in my newsletter. And so I actually did that last week. I was like, you know what? I give so much to Instagram. I want to share what I've been talking about on social media, I want to share it in a newsletter. So I did like a 
easy breezy recap newsletter for you guys. And you seem to love it. So I want to do more of that. Um, side note, sign up for my newsletter. It's at the bottom of my website. There's either a pop-up or at the bottom, um, it says like join the lash edit newsletter. And I just want to start sending out more, um, just like informal recap newsletters of like what I share on social. So anyway, um, those are my tips, like be open to other platforms, have a newsletter. Um, one of my friends on social media, her new website is called skincraftrituals.com. And before I believe it was like skincraft417.com. I'm going to give her a shout out because she creates beautiful skincare ritual tools like these like crystal eye masks and the facial cups. Um, I'm really sorry if I'm butchering these things, but, um, she actually got like some of her stuff got banned on Instagram and it was like, I felt so sad for her cause she creates beautiful stuff and her website wasn't getting seen anyway. So she like switched her website domain to skincraft rituals and I wrote it down. Um, she creates beautiful tools, but her thing was like, you know what? I'm going to get off Instagram for a minute, figure out what, how to regroup and reset. And she came back and like her reels are back up and she's working. Everything's fine. But that inspired me to write down, like you need to have a newsletter. I've talked about this for a long time. A lot of you do not have a newsletter. If you don't know how to make one, I can help you, but you have to have one. You have to have one. Um, so again, email me, DM me, whatever. I prefer if you email me because my DMs get really backed up, but a newsletter is so important. Okay. So we're on this train. Like I know it's a little hectic because my papers, my notes are all crazy, but, um, another thing with like Instagram, maybe feeling defeated with it, um, take a minute and just step back and take a break. It doesn't mean you need to go dark for a week. Okay. We don't need to get dramatic about it. It's just like, take a minute, pause. What are you rushing for? What are you stressed out about? Does it really matter right now in this moment? Just like take a minute. I did this last week because I felt like I was really, really giving a lot on social. And I was like, you know what? I just need to pull back a little bit. I need, I just need to pull back. And I did. And it felt, I felt very calm last week. And so I don't know. I hope that helps someone like it's not that serious. You just need to take a minute and regroup. And when it comes to creating content, you, it's important just to get to the heart of what you love, which I imagine is what you do in your treatment room with your clients. And like, I talk about this a lot, but how can we just take that? And how can we create a virtual treatment room on our social platforms? Like how can we invite people that aren't able to get to our treatment room? How can we invite them via social media, via newsletter to like, come take a peek, come see what we're doing, see what we're all about. How can we do that visually? How can you do that through a video? How can you do that through a reel? Um, find what works for you. Like, do you like taking pictures and just writing captions over it? Great. Do that. Do you like taking videos? Do that. Um, you know, 15 second clips are kind of like what I love. Um, I personally like to act as if I'm going to take a reel and 
pull up like the 15 second option and just shoot little snippets. And then I save it to my camera roll and I post that in my stories. So have fun with social. Um, again, can pretend that it's a virtual treatment room. And I say that to a lot of my coaching clients and like, I get way more in depth in calls, but just remember what you're doing in your room. Remember the things that you're talking about with your clients. Remember why your clients love you so much and take that and translate it onto your social media. And if that still makes no sense, I can help you. (laughs) But I hope that it kind of like clicks for you. Like, oh, wait, yes. Okay. That makes sense. You're talking about skincare all day long if you're an esthetician in your room. You're talking about lashes all day long if you're a lash artist in your room. Maybe you do hair, makeup, whatever it is. Take that information and translate it somehow in a way that works for you onto your social media. That's one of my content creation tips. I hope that that was, is insightful for you. Um, okay. I'm going to flip my page because I want to see what else I have on here. All right. We're not there yet. Okay. So I wanted to talk a little bit about these, all, all these things are connected, but at the top of my page, I wrote, well, first of all, I wrote that I'm so thankful to be able to do this and I really am. And I really appreciate when you guys message me and say, wow, that podcast episode was incredible or that was so helpful. Um, look, I don't need my horn tooted all day. Like it's not that it's just when I do this, it's, it is time consuming and it is sometimes I'm like, does anyone even care? Like, should I be doing this? And and I know that you guys care, but again, self-doubt it happens. Business owners, that's, that's life, right? I'm human. I'm not, I'm not cocky. I'm not the, like the girl that's like, outwardly confident. Um, that's not my personality. Like I, I want to know that things matter. I want to know that the things that I'm doing matter because I'm not here just to have a podcast to say I have a podcast. I'm not on social media to say that I have a social media. Um, I don't even really in my real like day-to-day life, like I don't even talk about social media. Um, it's just, it's like a part of my business. Right. But I always want to make sure I'm doing and creating meaningful things. I don't want to just like show up and be another Instagram influencer. Like that's not my shtick at all. Um, And so I'm so thankful to be able to do this, but I'm even more thankful and grateful um, for like the positive feedback. And just like, even if it's like, wow, you know, missed you from your last podcast, you know, or I don't know that like you liked when I had Kelly Baker on, um, that's an incredible episode, by the way, if you haven't listened to it, definitely listen to, or, uh, the Tampa waxer. Um, so anyway, I wrote that at the top of my page, but the next thing that I wrote next to it was I feel free and it's been long enough that I, I feel that I can share parts of this with you. I don't share everything in the moment because I need to process things. And I've had to process like a lot, um, since I had Jude and figuring out like what I want my business to look like. And I talked about this a few minutes ago, but one of the things that was really actually holding me back. And I, I hate to even admit it right now, but, um, my fiance has really helped me work through this since I, I had my daughter. It was like, 
going through maternity leave and then going through like, what do I want my business to look like? Am I going to be home with her? Am I going to be, you know, at my office five days a week? Like, am, is she going to be in a crib in my office? And like, truthfully, that's what I thought it was going to look like for me. I thought like, oh, she's going to be on my back and I'm going to be typing on the computer and like, it's going to be great. And it's going to be so easy and eh, wrong. No, it's not that at all. And I don't even want to say like, I don't even say like, it's not easy. It's just, I love her so much and I want to be with her all the time. Like that's the truth. And then what's also true is that I want to create and I want to be in my cute space and I want to dress up and wear blazers and like that's also true. And so like those things are true at the same time. And like it's very confusing for me. And I'm not just saying this because um, or just like for it to resonate with moms. I'm saying this because this is like again what business is. It's like feeling conflicting things at the same time. Um, and a really hard decision or just like a thing that I was going through for the past eight months has been, okay, what is my business going to look like? What do I care about? What do I really want to focus on? What do I want to get rid of? What is a waste of my time respectfully? Uh, what can I not focus on anymore? And I went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Like there was a lot of days I was crying. There was a lot of days I was emotional and sad. And I didn't know what the right, I knew what the right decision was actually, but it was really hard for me to admit what the right decision was because I felt like I had worked so hard to get to a point where, no, rewind. I had worked so hard and I associated so much of myself like with my business that once I had to pull out of it because I was pregnant and then I had a kid, I kind of was like, whoa, like I know very clearly who I am, but I don't want to be so connected to my business like I was before. And it was just like a hard realization. And it was also, um, really eye-opening for me. And I just like had to do a lot of soul searching, which like, I'm not a soul searching type of person, but okay. That was my intro song. I don't know how it ended up in the middle, but anyway, I'm not like a big soul searching type of person, but I had to do a lot of this. Cause I was like, I really need to figure out what the next steps are. And you know, my fiance was great. He's like, you don't need to figure it all out right now, but like one step at a time, figure out what you want to do. What is a waste of time for you respectfully? Like what should you not be putting your focus in? Like first and foremost, like what is one of the things that's like really just like weighing on you? And I was like, what's weighing on me is my office space. Like I'm just not where I used to be. And it's not because I don't want to be for one. It's just that it's no, actually I'm not that person anymore because I don't want to be that person anymore. I don't want to be that version of myself anymore. I think that version of myself was great. And that version of myself got me to where I am now, but I was showing up at my office. I was making myself drive there. I had to sit in traffic. I would have to like plan the whole day Our like the nanny would come part-time and I'd have like, I'd be getting up, I'd be rushing. I'd sit in traffic. I'd like forget my lunch. I'd go to my office and I would like sit at the computer and it was like, okay, what am I going to work on today? And I was either tired from, you know, taking care of Jude 
or just like not feeling it. I just like, it just was feeling forced for me. And I had had my office space for so many years. I was, I just was grown out of my office space and I didn't want to admit it. I didn't want to admit it. And I finally had to like face the music that I didn't want my office space anymore. And so earlier when I was like, it's okay to feel sad after making the right decision. Um, like that's exactly how I felt. I knew it was the right decision and I felt really sad and I did not want to admit that that's what I wanted to do. Cause I was like, wait, I've had this space for so long, but you guys, if you've been following me, I had that space, uh, when I was taking clients and when people were showing up at my place of business to get services with me, I also had it for all my inventory, but the main thing was for taking clients. And so since the pandemic, I wasn't taking clients, but I was like, well, I'll just keep the office space. Well, it made zero sense for me to keep the space anymore because I don't need it. And the second I decided to get out of my lease, I, I was like on a high and it took me a minute. Like it took me a minute, you know, um, to get there. But Abby called me some movers. We packed me up in like three hours. I didn't touch a thing. They put everything in boxes and I was so happy. And I feel like I can talk about this now because it actually reminds me of the episode with Kelly Baker when she shut down her salon. I remember seeing that post and I was like, wow, okay, Kelly Baker shut down her salon. Okay, I'm not the only one who's feeling this way. And I had a feeling that she was doing it, not because like it was hard times or like, you know, she was saying goodbye to her business. I had a feeling it was for like something greater and something better. And maybe she was just over it. And that's like really how I felt inside is I was just over that space. I was over the responsibility of it. And I think that's okay to admit. And so I want to share that story with you guys now because it's not so fresh. I don't feel like a wounded baby bird, um, but I think it's okay to make changes like that. And, you know, five years ago when I was like, all I had to do was focus on my business and all I had to do was, you know, I took clients 40 hours a week and I was working on my side hustle and I was going to trade shows and, you know, I had a booth at a trade show and I would go to Borboletta events. Like that was that time for me. And I'm so grateful for it because it's led me to this place where now I can be flexible. And like, that's what I always wanted. And, and for some of you, that's what you, what you want as well. And, um, this wasn't in my notes, but like now that I'm here, I'm remembering, I wanted to talk about this. Like you can back to like the growth opportunities. There's tons of different ways you can go in the industry, but your business can also look however, however you want it to look. If you want to work part-time, you can do that. If you want to have a beautiful space and have employees and you want to be a salon owner, that's great. I think you should do that too. That's what I thought I wanted when I was in esthetician school. And I kind of had a little, like a little bit of that for a few years. I had lash artists like renting for me and I had a girl that rented space for me in the back. And so I got a taste of that and I, I didn't love it. I wasn't passionate about it, but 
you can go that direction. Um, you can also work from home. I now have the luxury. I live in a beautiful home. And part of me was like, why am I leaving my home, leaving my kid to go sit in my office space that I don't even love anymore. And like, what am I doing? You know, like for what? And a lot of people helped me work through that. One of my best friends, my fiance, my mom. And so now I get to work from home. And I also just signed up for a membership for the wing and they have them like all over, but it's this beautiful co-working space in West Hollywood. And so now I'm like, one day a week, going to the wing, shooting some content. They have a cute coffee shop. Like I feel free. I wrote that at the top of my, my notes. I feel free. And I'm sharing this because I want you to feel free in whatever decision you make that is best for you, best for your business. And I hope that this is relatable. I like, I still want to be that motivational person. I still want to throw on the blazer for you. I still want to tell you guys can do it, that you can do anything that, you know, that you set your mind to. I also want to be that person that's like, (laughs) you can work from home if you want to. Uh, You can have the office space and decorate however you want. You can close your office space if you want to. You can stop taking clients if you're not passionate about it anymore. And you can go work for someone else. You don't have to be your own boss unless you want to be. But really like my motto and my, my like, I don't know, mission statement is like, be what you want to be, be what makes you happy. It doesn't mean you are like, you have this big corporate company. Um, you can be the girl that's working from home and packages up our own orders. You can do that. Um, I think since the pandemic, people are realizing like the flexibility that they truly can have if they, if they, they want it. And so, oh my gosh, my daughter's toy just went off and it really freaked me out. Oh, I don't like that. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) back to what I was saying, you can do all the things you could do. None of the things. And I hope that my story is inspiring. I hope it's motivating for some of you. Um, I don't feel nervous to, to have it out there. And, and I just needed to, I think, sit with myself. But, um, one last thing was my t-shirt subscription. I was getting anxiety, like having to come up with so many t-shirts and just like constantly feeling like I couldn't keep up with it. So that was another big decision. I decided to move it to quarterly. And the second I did it, did I feel sad? Um, no, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) but leading up to it, I was terrified. And you know what? Like I'm happier about it and I know it's the right decision for me. And so I know it's going to be the right decision for you guys because I want to be excited about what I'm doing. And I think quarterly will give me the opportunity to feel excited about it. You know, I, I started this in like 2017. So I just want to be excited about things. I want to be excited about everything I'm doing for you guys. And so, um, yeah, the subscription's now on quarterly, so it'll be back in June. But if you have questions about it, you can email Abby. So I'm really pumped because now we have like a few months to create something really fun and different. Uh, and so, yeah, I like don't really know what this podcast episode was supposed to be about, but I hope it makes sense and it all kind of ties together. Um, lastly, I just thought it would be fun to just plug a few things that I've been loving. 
<clears throat> if you guys follow me on social media, you know I love Image Skincare. I've been working with them pretty exclusively for like the past year. And I will say this was a goal of mine. And I talked about this on my last episode. And one of my tips was like working with beauty brands. And one of mine was to work with a skincare company. I was like, you know what? I'm an esthetician. I've got this following. I have this platform. I have this community. I want to partner with a a skincare brand that I really love and like the products that I love. And I found image and I really fell in love with them because obviously they're great products, but they're all about estheticians and supporting estheticians. And so that was really, really major for me. So I just started using their products and started creating content, you know, no, like no strings attached. I just was like, you know what? I'm just going to share what I love continuously and consistently and they eventually like took notice and reach out to me. So I've been working with them, uh, pretty frequently and, uh, consistently. And so I did a campaign with them back in February, um, and they extended my discount code. So it's dear lash love 15 and you get 15% off anything on their site minus their like sets that they have, but that's fine. Everything's incredible, but I did the full routine, t- uh, last night and my skin is so shiny today. It's like unbelievable. I did a whole reel with no makeup on, um, and gave a shout out to image obviously, but I wanted to break down exactly what I used. I used the vital C enzyme mask first. And, um, that gave me that like glowy dewy look that we all love. Then I applied everything from the max line that they have. And I put on, um, some hyaluronic acid and then followed it up with like their, the, um, the max line, the night cream. So I just wanted to break that down. I thought that'd be fun. I shared on social, so I wanted to share it here, but again, the code's dearlashlove 15 and, um, yeah, I mean, use my code for obvious reasons, but then to support me because when people use my code, then I get to continue to work with them. So um, the next one is Pro Lash. Bella Lash came up with this and they're basically like, I I don't want to butcher this, but I'm just going to explain them how I see them. They are, they're created by Bella Lash. So obviously Lash Artist in mind, but it's basically like a 10 day wear. I don't want to say it's a falsy because they're better than that, but you apply them underneath um, your lash line and it comes with an adhesive and it comes down with an, adhe- it comes with an adhesive breakdown. So like a remover to take them off, but they last 10 days. So if you just sleep in them, Oh my gosh, it did it again. Okay. If you sleep with them, the last 10 days, there's like a classic, a volume and a mega volume. I went with the classic and I actually, they come in like little pieces. So, um, I actually just put like two on the outer corners of my lashes and I was obsessed I have not gotten my lashes done in like two years and probably won't anytime soon. So these are amazing. Um, my code is dearlashlove 10 If you go to, I believe it's like, oh my gosh, pro lash. Let me see. I don't want to butcher this pro lash. Cause they came up with a website for it. Oh, it's just prolash.com, but it's the makers of, you know, all the Bella lash products. So very into those. I will probably wear them for the shoot tomorrow. Actually. Now that just reminded me. And, um, last but not least, I want to do like an, if you, then you, I did this on Instagram and I thought it was fun. It was like, if you need this, then you need this. So if you need help with interior design for your new beauty space, 
then you should book a business call with me, okay? If you need help figuring out what your services are actually costing you, or you need help with raising your prices, changing your service pricing menu, then you should book the business call with me on my website and it's um, under my coaching. If you feel like your website needs like a refresh, um, new pictures, like just like a new vibe, you're like over what you're seeing, then you should book the um, branding call with me. So this is just something that I like came up with a few weeks ago and I thought it'd be fun to do it on the podcast, but I can help you with pretty much anything that you need. Um, you just go to my website, go to consulting with Lorena and there's a bunch of call breaks, breakdowns. And then I also do like major consulting. So I'm working with a few estheticians currently, um, for like three months and we're, we're meeting bi-weekly and we're working on a specific goal. So if you have a specific goal, whether it's like to sell a product online or to, you know, write an ebook or whatever it may be. I can help you with that, but that's a very specific consulting package that I offer. Uh, if you have any questions about this, you can email Lorena at dearlashlove.com. I got to go. It's almost nine o'clock. I need to prep for my shoot tomorrow. Um, I hope you guys will love the pictures and like, I'm excited just to do something a little bit different, something that feels like very me in this moment. And again, like I'm thankful for all of you and just know that like I read all the DMs I read the responses for my newsletters like I appreciate everything so much and I hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode if you did write me a review send me a note whatever just you know anything helps and I think that's it for now so I will see you guys in two weeks my episodes come out every Tuesday and let me know if there's anything then in particular that you want to hear me talk about.